Though my parents both were absolute bearcats on the subject of education, they always said just because we were rural was no excuse for us to be rubes. Neither of them could abide any form of laziness, either mental or physical. My grammar has declined since I left home, I guess, but at least I'm not totally ignorant, thanks to them. The home place that we used to have was down in Texas, in the Panhandle, not far from Yellowhouse Creek, where Pop took up grazing rights not long after it was discovered that a windmill would bring up water there nearly anywhere you cared to drill. We did all right there for quite a while. But Mama died when I was twelve, and that seemed to start a chain of things going wrong, just at the time when Pop didn't have the heart to fight things out all the way to the end of his grit. Mostly they were things that one at a time would have been small— there were Mama's doctor bills. The casing in one of our wells collapsed. Hoof-and-mouth disease got into what should have been a herd of market steers so that Pop had to borrow to keep us going another year. Things like that, on one on top of another. An Amarillo banker took possession of the place in the fall of 1907. With no hard feelings on either side, it was just something that had to be done. Even so, we stayed together as a family, Pop and Terrell and I, working together for people who used to be our neighbors until the spring of '09, when Pop caught pneumonia and just didn't fight that very hard either. He died. But he had waited until all of the old debts had been paid off, so I like to think he figured it was all right then. Once he was gone, I was ready to quit that country. Terrell wasn't. He's two years older than I, and was pretty heavily involved in sparking a yellow-haired girl who lived a couple of hours' ride from where we were working at the time. Terrell decided to stay, and I decided to go, and that was that. We rode back and forth for a while. He never mentioned his girl in the letters, and I don't know if they married or not. After a couple of years, the letters got farther between, and the last one I wrote was returned with a rubber stamp on it, saying the addressee was unknown. Of course, I myself have moved on an average of probably twice a year since I left that country, so it could well be that Terrell has had some letters returned, too. Anyway, it's always been my dream to have a place of my own, and for years I've made it a point to put a part of every payday into an account I keep at a Denver bank. Past few years it had been growing pretty nicely, too. Before the war, wages were generally forty a month and keep. Nowadays I was drawing sixty-five dollars and putting aside fifteen of it, or sometimes more, depending on how near to a town I was working. I suppose I could have a lot more money in the bank than I do if— I hadn't liked so much to go to town on the weekends. But I enjoy it, and that is a fact. It is not a fact, though, that cowboys are mean or nasty or wild in their ways. Town people often seem to think so, but I believe the only difference between us and them is that they spread their relaxation out all through the week while we have to do it all kind of at one time. That's what I tell people, anyhow. It was on one of those trips into town that things started changing for me. It was a Saturday night, so we could take until past the next daylight getting back out to the ranch. 
I came in with Pete Suchuk and Bertram Taylor. Now, Pete is one of the new breed of cowboy who travels far between his jobs. He's worked cows in Arizona and in Montana and a good many places in between. He doesn't even own a horse of his own, but has a pickup truck that he carries his gear in. He says he can cover as much as 200 miles in a single day's time that way and reach about any ranch in the country. Bert goes at things more like I do and keeps his own horse ready for the day he'll decide to move. Still, neither of us is so set in his ways that we don't know a good thing when we see it. So we all piled into Pete's truck for the ride to town. The truck could do in an hour or less what it would take us three hours to ride horseback. We bounced and clattered our way onto Main Street by 8.30 p.m., and we're in a pretty good humor from getting such an early start. First thing.